This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. W-A-B-C. One man has a talk show on 77 W-A-B-C, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 W-A-B-C. And good morning, good morning, good morning to you folks. Bragging, bragging about killing Jews, caught on tape, and we are supposed to believe that Israel is at fault. Israel is not at fault. Stop the nonsense. In just a moment, you're about to hear something that's sick. Whooped, a call that turns my stomach. I don't even know what language this guy is is talking in. We are supposed to believe that Israel is at fault. Israel is not at fault. Stop this BS. In a remarkable news conference the day after her release from captivity, The freed Israeli 85-year-old woman is telling her story, describing being kidnapped by Hamas militants, describing it as hell, describing how she was beaten with a wooden pole. You will hear her story in just a moment. Today is WABC's Back the Blue campaign with special programming all day long. Our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, appeared on Good Day New York. And online, I will be emceeing a panel uh, with top law enforcement officials from our area. That's at noon, and it will be online at some point. And look out. Look out, President Biden. I told you, folks, the race belongs to Trump. Oh, Dominic, you're only saying that because you agree with everything that Trump does. You never say anything bad about Trump. How could you say that Trump would win the election? Well, guess what? New York is blue, blue, blue. And in New York, Biden's lead over Trump is down to nine points. Blue, blue, blue amid the migrant crisis. And if you're a star, if you're a fan of uh, of the movies, Shaft star of Hollywood, Richard Roundtree has died at the age of 81. He graced the stage and screen for nearly five decades, was best known for his role as the tough talking private eye in the 1971 film Shaft. He has died at the age of 81. So let's start. Let's start with this. The chilling conversation between a Hamas terrorist and his father in which the terrorist is boasting. He's bragging about killing 10 civilians during the Hamas massacre. I don't think you folks understand me. This savage called home to his parents to brag about killing 10 Israeli citizens the day of the invasion of Israel, according to audio that's been released by the country's military. The Israel Defense Fund released the audio and transcript and He's calling from the phone of an Israeli woman who was killed by Hamas terrorists moments prior. I want to give you a little bit of the transcript. 
before we get to what you're about to hear. Again, what language he's talking, I don't mean to be offensive, but I have no idea what language this guy is talking, this savage. These are some of the things that he says. These are not my words. Normally, I would not use this language. But it's important that you understand what's at stake. It's important that you understand that these savages are bragging about killing Jews caught on tape, and we're supposed to believe that Israel is at fault. Ridiculous. Israel is not at fault. So this is what you're about to hear in another language. Quote, your son killed Jews. Hey, Dad, open WhatsApp and see how many I killed with my hand. He's talking to his father. Your son just killed Jews. Dad, I'm calling you from the phone of a Jew. The father, so proud of his son, says, Allah, keep you. Oh, my son, God bless you. The father responds. But it's a family affair. The Hamas terrorist brother and mother eventually joins the call as well with the mother stating, I wish I was with you. You cannot make this up. You won't understand a word that he's saying unless you speak the language. But I want you to listen to this. I have a- طب انا قاعد اكلمك من جوبا بسيم افتح الواتساب اقول له وين شوف كيف القتله شوف كيف قتلت بيدي يابا ابنك قتل يهود هاي دخل مفلسين يابا يابا قاعد اكلمك من جوال يهوديه قتلتها وقتلت جوزها 10 بيدي يابا قتلت 10 يابا 10 بيدي قتلت يابا افتح الواتساب شوف كيف قتلت يابا unreal unbelievable warped sick savage savages Plural. We're supposed to believe Israel's at fault. He's bragging about killing Jews with his own hands, and the family approves. They support the the murders. Plural. Remarkable press conference. The victims. We're supposed to believe Israel's to blame. Israel's not to blame. 85-year-old woman speaking alongside her daughter. Her daughter and another translator translating what the mother is saying. It's important that you hear this. It's going to go for longer than a minute. I want you to hear it. I feel that it's important. In which the 85-year-old woman is describing 85 years old, how she was snatched, put onto a motorcycle, with a man in front of her, a man behind her, excuse me, a savage in front of her, a savage behind her, and how she was beaten with a wooden pole. So she's speaking from a wheelchair at the hospital in Tel Aviv, Israel, where she's being treated, describing her situation, describing what happened to her 85 years old. They blew up the fence, the electronic fence that was built for two and a half billion dollars. It did not, to no avail. Masses stormed our homes, hit people, they kidnapped many. They did not care about kidnapping elderly and children. It was extremely painful. They brought us to the entrance. When I laid on the motorcycle, I was on the side. And on the way, they beat me. They didn't break my limbs, but it was extremely painful for me. I will repeat what she said. We are not, we are not taking questions at this point. Um, 
Okay. My mom is telling the horrific stories. She's saying that many, many people, a swarm of people came through the fence. The defense cost two and a half billion shekels and it didn't help even a little bit. My mom is saying that she was taken on the back of a motorbike with her body, uh, with her legs on one side and her head on another side, that she was taken through the plowed fields with a man in front on one side and a man behind her, and that while she was do- being taken, she was hit by uh, sticks by a shabab. Yeah, Shabab people. Until they reached the tunnels. There, there they walked for a few kilometers on the wet ground. There are a huge, um, huge um, network of tunnels underneath. It looks like a spider web. How would you feel if that 85-year-old woman was your mom or your grandmom or your great-grandmother? How would you feel? How do you think she feels? It's disgusting. It's horrible. These savages, Hamas, must be eliminated. No other way to say it. Wait, the crickets? I, I, I don't hear the protesters right now in, in Midtown Manhattan. Nassau, I don't hear the supporters of Palestinian causes right now. Where are you? Where are the? I, I don't hear you right now. Oh, you're going to wait a day or two and then reinvent the whole argument and blame it on Israel again. Israel is not to blame for this. Folks, our phone lines are open, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. A bit later in the hour, our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, appeared on Good Day New York discussing the Back the Blue campaign for the station, which is today. And again, at, uh, there'll be a press conference in the morning uh, in a few hours from now. And uh, at noon, I will be uh, the MC for a, uh, a law enforcement panel with officials, top officials from the tri-state area. That will be interesting. You'll be able to see it online, certainly clips of it. We have lots going on. The morning show with Sid, the afternoon show with uh, Curtis and Greg Kelly, Bo, of course, America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani, a lot coming up. And uh, we have a lot of phone calls right now, but you can still try to get through. But you can reach me directly if you send me a message on Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it, at Dominic TV. You can follow me. You can tweet me. But understand, whatever you tweet me, I may use on the air. Let's start with the telephone call. Steve in Brooklyn. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. Uh, right now, I'm very proud of you for the stance you've taken, the courageous stance on Israel. You're in the right, and history will prove it. As to that terrorist cell phone call on the Israeli woman's phone to, her pr- to his proud father and mother, I hope the Israeli intelligence triangulated that cell phone call and send a welcoming missile to the parents, because the parents inculcated this terrible frame of mind into their son, and they are the, the so-called innocent Palestinians in, in a pig's eye. In fact, the parents are the ones responsible for the son's abominable behavior. You know, Steve, you make a, a, a very good point there, to think about how warped this young man's mind is, Right. So he's not calling mom and dad to say he graduated from Harvard. He's not calling to say that that uh, whatever job of his dreams, that he achieved his goal. He's calling to say, mom, dad, look at me. Look at me. I did it. I killed Jews. It's disgusting. Absolutely one, disgusting. One uh, addendum to that, uh, because, in fact, the father on a private phone call with his son wasn't in front of a uh, Hamas gun forcing him to say it. 
He said that in private conversation, how proud he is of the sun. Correct. And so he is not an innocent uh, bystander. He's actually a criminal. He should be obliterated from the earth, and I hope a missile gets their family. Well, you know what, Steve? Normally I wouldn't agree with an assessment like that. But today we just, agree. But today we agree. Today we agree a thousand percent. In this case, it started with mom and dad. And then it ha- then you have to wonder, thank you, Steve, in Brooklyn. Then you have to wonder if it started with mom and dad, how many generations does hatred of Jews, hatred of Israel, telling the world that you're a victim? Oh, cry me a river. You're the victim. Caught on tape and a private conversation, as Steve just articulated, a private conversation between mom and dad and killer son. And I believe a, a brother. And they're all so proud. They're so proud of this young man because he, Allah is good, they said, because he killed Jews with his own hands. Quoting the young man in the call, 10, 10 innocent people, 10. Let's stay in Brooklyn. Let's go to Robert. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, thanks. Uh, good morning. Um, speaking of back to blue, in Israel, you have Chief Superintendent Itzhak Bazookashvili and his daughter, Liel. They serve in the Israel Border Police. So, um, you know, the, the, the father, he got killed trying to save people from Hamas, and uh, the daughter survived. Obviously, she's heartbroken. She lost her father, but... Since you mentioned back to blue, these two, they serve, well, he served in the Israeli border police. She still does. She's got out of father now. Um, so, you know, the horrific stuff. And, you know, Rita show, she was just talking about how the U.N., the head guy over there, is trying to blame Israel. It's absolutely horrific. And uh, but I, I think you reach a point where, you know, if people, for whatever reason, in such a obvious situation where there's right and wrong could blame the person who's been massacred, like the worst massacre possibly in history, or one of the worst massacres ever. You know, Israel has to do what they need to do to survive. And, you know, when when Israel, for example, they need to close down the, uh, they want to close down the Gaza, including for humanitarian aid. You know, people have to realize, like Carolyn Glick pointed out, she pointed to Yitzhak Brick, Israeli general, that they can't let the supplies get into Gaza because Hamas, they're in the tunnels. And the Israel, to get into the Gaza, there's this booby chopped over there. And they have, to, they have to get them out of those tunnels because Israel would, would sustain unbelievable losses to get in there. And, that, and you, you, know, you know what, Robert? That's the point that I'm trying to get some of our listeners to understand. Some of our listeners just want red meat. I understand the pain, but go in, go in. Folks, you don't know what's booby-trapped. How would you like to be a soldier going in? You can't even touch a book bag because they've been lined with grenades. It's a very deliberate and careful process, Robert. Please continue. And, you know, know, unfortunately, you know, you find with the U.N. and then you have historically been always condemning Israel and historically, even the administrations, the United States administrations, have always had Israel on a very tight leash. And the problem is that Israel was never allowed to really deal with the problem, just to end the problem. They were always told about civilians. And I have to remind everyone, you know, during 9-1-1, Dick Cheney gave the order to shoot down a hijacked plane, even though there were American citizens on board because he had no other choice. The plane became a missile. It was heading to Washington, D.C. He had to give an order to shoot down a plane with American citizens on there, and yet he gave that order. Israel is a very difficult situation. You know, it, it, it's just no one wants to take these Palestinians. It seems like none of these Arab countries want to take the Palestinians it seems like AOC is the only one to take them over here, and we have a southern border who knows them coming in here. But, I mean, Israel has to save its life. And when you have someone like Biden and the administration that's not letting Israel to defend itself, in a way that's just as bad, I hate to say it, as these horrific terrorists because they're not letting Israel do what they need to do. Well, I, I, w- I, I personally, I hear you, Robert. I, I have to move on. I, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I'd say let's take a wait-and-see approach. I would love to let you continue, but we have a lot of calls, Robert, and I'm trying to cycle in and get in as many of the callers as human humanly possible. 
Let, let's wait and see. I understand that many of you don't trust the, uh, the Biden administration. I get it. I get it. Let's wait and see what happens. I know many of you feel that I know Marianne, for example, she wants to go in right now. But Marianne, you and I are not going in. It's these young Israeli soldiers walking into possible booby traps. Let's wait. Let, let's let's wait for a second and see what happens. Let's go to South Carolina. Let's say good morning to Mike. Mike, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Top of the morning, Dominic. Good if morning. I'm up, I'm listening to your show. Well, thank um, you. Thank you. Know, you. I, I'll tell you. Um, no problem. Um, savages, devils, uh, you were saying before Dominic, which is true, you know, generations have been going through this and we've witnessed what's going on with Israel. It's like the more things change, the more they stay the same. And we're going to wind up, I think, you know, getting involved in in a conflict with our battleships at the ready troops at the ready. And, um, you know, it's, it's horrendous and protests around the country, Dominic, uh, and, you know, burning of, 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 of Israeli flags. It is like, wow, it's, it, it's, um, it's a theater of the absurd, you know, and yes. I got to give a shout out to you, Dominic. Uh, you know, I know you got a lot of callers, um, but I always get to my point. Uh, you cut your teeth at Cortland and look where you are today. A journalist, a well-respected and I had the pleasure of speaking to John Cassimatidis on Thanksgiving. You were hosting the show. I spoke about my dad, 52 years, supermarkets, uh, a manager, district manager. My mom would just passed away. And you know what, Dominic? Raise a glass for all you do on the radio. Okay? Well, Raise you. a glass. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say, Mike. Appreciate it. And, of course, I went to uh, Cortland undergrad. The state of New York took a tremendous chance on me taking the kid out of the hood out of the projects and giving me an education at SUNY Cortland. From SUNY Cortland, I realized that I could indeed fly, given the opportunity, went on to Syracuse University for graduate school, and here I am today. Of course, Syracuse makes some of the best journalists in the country at the renowned Newhouse School, which is where I attended for graduate school, Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How you doing, sir? Thank you for taking my phone call. Just wanted to make two quick uh, points. Number one, um, how much did the attention of the Israeli government and military was taken up by the leftist demonstrations uh, when they should have been keeping their eye on Hamas? And then the other thing is, uh, I'm sure there's plenty of parents in the uh, Gaza that don't want their children becoming killers. But the educational system in that area is, is just, um, it, it, it does nothing but teach hatred. And these little children are indoctrinated to hate and, and, and want to kill Jewish people. And it's basically following the same pattern in every other country where there's been revolutions in the last 20, 30 years. The educational system subverts the children and takes them away from their parental um, uh, viewpoints, and uh, you have a new ge- you have a new cr- group that uh, wants to just violently overthrow everything. I I hear you, Tony. I I don't know what the kids are, are taught in uh in the Palestinian region of you know in Gaza, but um you know it, it it's really sick for someone to kill Jewish people and pick up the phone and call mom and dad, and they all have a celebration over taking human life for no reason at all. Thank you for the call, Tony. And then mom and dad want to go, oh, we're innocent. We didn't do anything to anybody. We can't get medicine. We can't get water. We're being treated like dogs. Look to the world. Look at how we're being treated. I'm I'm uh, I'm exhaling because I don't want to say something that's going to get me in trouble because I just almost said absolutely I don't want to say it starts with a B don't want to say it can't say it 
Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, hi. Good morning, Dom. Listen, as a military guy, I've had about several years' experience in military United States. Uh, look, it's very simple. Israel has got to do something and do it now. They've got to go all out offensive, regardless of the cost or the or the consequences. Now, wait, Phil, as a military guy, how could you say that? Well, listen, let me be honest with you. In World War II, Churchill let Coventry get 4,000 people. He let them get killed because they didn't want to reveal to the Germans that we had we had intelligence sources in Germany. Okay? So this is the price of war. The only way to stop the devil is there are going to be innocents, innocent people in front. I'm not, okay, you, you mean you mean I'm I'm referring I'm not talking about the Palestinians. I'm talking about Israeli soldiers. That's what you're talking about as well. No, no, no. You don't you don't get my point. Israel is a competent fighting force. They've got a lot of stuff. They've got very excellently trained. Okay, I, 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 I get it. I get it. What, what are you telling me? What I'm telling you is they've got to go on an all-out okay. offensive. And and what happens? Way. And what happens if Israeli soldiers are slaughtered? That's my point. Well, what happens? Listen, I watched men die in my my company. I know what it's all about. You're not you're not talking to someone who's stupid. I never I never it. I never said you were stupid, Phil. But but I, but I, I do. Carried, I, I, I carry dead men back to the line. It's the we pay for. The word is free. Dumb. The only way, and the only way you're ever going to have freedom in this world is it's at an incredibly great price, which is terrible. But this is the only thing. In, in every war, there are casualties. When we, when the United States and England bombed the hell out of Berlin, that cost them tens of thousands of people. But the war was over. We a a bombed Japan. Eighty-five to a hundred thousand people were vaporized in a matter of minutes. But the point is, the war is over. The world is safe. You have to sacrifice sometimes. Otherwise, you're never going to get to that goal of peace. Peace is the most expensive thing. It's more expensive than diamonds and gold. You you can't afford it, but you have to try to get it. I, I hear you, Phil, and thank you for your service. Thank you for the call. But I, again, I, I personally defer to Netanyahu and his team. Let them make the decision of what we all know they're going in. Let the experts make the decision. I, I just, I, I don't agree with this Monday morning quarterbacking from here in America. I, I'm sorry, folks. I just, I just don't. I say let Netanyahu make the, he's the one that's going to be held uh, uh, responsible. Whether this works or not, he's the one that's on the hook with the Israeli people, not you or I. Dominic Carter here with you folks. We are going to take a break. When we come back, as I mentioned today, back the blue all day long on WABC. And when we come back, our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, appeared on Good Day New York. We'll let you hear part of what he had to say as it relates to this campaign. We have a day-long of events uh, taking place, but of course, we will continue on Israel with your calls. I will be right back. My mom is telling the horrific stories. She's saying that many, many people, a swarm of people came through the fence. The defense cost two and a half billion shekels and it didn't help even a little bit. My mom is saying that she was taken on the back of a motorbike with her body, uh, with her legs on one side and her head on another side, that she was taken through the plowed fields with a man in front on one side and a man behind her, and that while she was do- being taken, she was hit by uh, sticks by shabab. Yeah, shabab pe- people. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it? <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. 
Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. We're learning from the Israeli military at this hour that they've taken out three deputy commanders of Hamas inside the Gaza Strip using precision strikes. This is significant because it's yet another indication the Israelis are going for the top of Hamas leadership ahead of what is expected to be a ground operation into the Strip. You mentioned overnight 400 airstrikes targeting both Hamas and Islamic Jihad cells inside Gaza. The infrastructure damage is spreading throughout the Strip as the Israelis are telling people to continue moving south to get out of the way. And that is uh, Fox News reporter Trey Yanks, who is doing an outstanding job uh, covering the uh, war in Israel. Dominic Carter, back with you here, and we're going to return to taking your telephone calls. I'm going to use some of your comments from uh, Twitter. But let me just um, go off topic for just one second. Today is Back the Blue with special programming all day long here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. To police officers everywhere, we thank you. We honor you for what you do, for your dedication as you protect and serve. And our owner-operator, we're going to go back to your calls in just a moment on Israel. But our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, appeared on the Uh, Good Day New York Morning Show on Fox 5 discussing the Back the Blue campaign. John Katsimatidis, owner of WABC Radio and Police Athletic League board member, he's announcing the creation of his Fallen Officer Family Fund to support the families of deceased enforcement officers. It's a free event. John Katsimatidis here now with us this morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you. So why do you feel like we have to do this new effort, Back the Blue? Rosanna? I'm a New Yorker for 70 years. I love New York. I want New York to survive. And our police officers, they're in, you know, they're in trouble. We want them to survive. Uh, we're losing so many police officers because they're retiring. And they, they don't feel like enough people are backing them. I am sure I'm, the mayor once is backing them. He was a police officer at one time. I am sure uh, a lot of people, but the, they don't feel that way. They feel like every time they want to arrest somebody, there's 38 cameras watching them. And we want them to feel at home. We feel that we want them to be respected and backing the blue. And we also are starting a, uh, a fund uh, to help uh, police officers uh, in time of need. Okay, to so help families. So this is this mostly time of need. This effort, or is it every day on the job kind of support? Respect our police officers. How do you do that? Day. Because they're they're obviously they they make arrests on New York City streets, and sometimes the DAs don't always follow up. I'll give you a secret. In two weeks, three weeks, there's an election. 51 city council seats are up for election. Every single one of Every them. Every single one of them. And you know what I tell people, Rosanna? You know what I tell people? Let's vote for the people, the city council people that do not want to defund the police. You know, and you want, whether they're Democrats, whether they're Republicans, as long as they respect the police officers and respect uh, the job they do, I'm for them. 
Our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, on Good Day New York. The Back to Blue campaign will go on all day long today. Uh, in just a few hours, a news conference, and then I'll be back at uh, noon. Uh, but it'll be online, and you can see it throughout the day, for a panel discussion with top law enforcement officials from our region. Right now, we're talking about the situation in Israel, bragging bragging about killing Jews caught on tape, and we are supposed to believe that Israel is at fault. Israel is not at fault. Stop the nonsense. One of these savages calls his father. Uh, Israel released these tapes and said, Dad, I'm calling you from the phone. This is according to the transcript of a Jew. I just killed her and her husband with my own hands, right? He then instructs his dad You know, that's not enough. Dad, look at this. Go to WhatsApp and see how many I killed with my own hands. Right? And at some point, the father says, uh, Allah keep you. Oh, my son, God bless you. The mother chimes in. I wish I was with you. It's a family affair. We're discussing that, taking your calls on that as well as the 85-year-old woman just released describing that her experience was hell, that she was beaten with a wooden pole. And here's a bit of what she had to say with her daughter at her side. That she was taken through the plowed fields with a man in front on one side and a man behind her. And that while she was being taken, she was hit by uh, sticks by Shabab. Yeah, Shabab people. Until they reached the tunnel, there, there they walked for a few kilometers on the wet ground. There are a huge, um, huge um, network of tunnels underneath. It looks like a spider web. And, uh, you know, well, let me just say this. I'm about to go to John in Brooklyn. But what do you do in your home when you see spider webs in the corner? Right. What what do we do? Matt Blaze, what do we do at home when you see spider webs in the corner at your home? What do you do? You run. No, we don't <laughs> you run. You swipe them, man. You, you swipe them. You swiffer them. You eliminate them, right? That's right. Absolutely. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that that's what we do when we see spider webs because I know that's what I do. And the what, broom, you take the broom in the corner because they get on the ceiling. And you make sure they can't come back. That's right. The spider webs, right? You yep. make sure it's a one-time occurrence. 100%. Interesting. Interesting. Let's go uh, back to the telephone calls. John in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I think people should remember that on September 11, 2001, the people in Gaza City were celebrating the destruction of the World Trade Center. Fine, let's pay them back. Let's kill as many of them as we can. Wait, 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 wait. Let's kill as many what now? We, We have to be clear here. We can equal the casualty total of the World Trade Center. When you say, okay, but when you say kill, who are you referring to? The Hamas zealots within the Gaza population. So the Hamas terrorists. And their entire families. Wipe them all out. As a listen to anyone else who even thinks of raising uh, forces to go into the United States and stage another 9-11. I, I, fight I, terror with terror. That's what I, what I am advocating here. Okay, well, John, thank you. Thank you for the call. Uh, certainly for mom and dad that are so proud of their son because he killed Jews. You know, that, that nonsense of, oh, Oh, you know, we're we're so poor and we we need water. We need medical supplies. We need food. Good luck with that. And I mean that sincerely. That's the best you're going to get out of me this morning. Good luck with that. Because when you make the case, and I'm not saying this is all Palestinians, but when you're on the phone with your son and he's bragging, he's proud of the fact 
that he killed Jews and you're giving him a full throttle approval, you deserve what's coming your way. And it should be coming relatively soon. Sean in Brooklyn. Good morning, Sean. What's on your mind? Love you. Thank you, Sean. Love you, too. I remember you from uh, NY1 News. Was it NY? Am I saying it correct? Yes, yes, Sean, but I'm tight on time, so please go ahead and get to your point. Rapid fire. That call is 100% correct. Uh, Number two. Okay. So the president, Netanyahu, and Iran, they should have gotten together uh, before this attack because people should realize they're brothers. They had the same mother going back hundreds of years ago. They're fighting but they had the same mother with different fathers. Anyway, that's number two. Number three, your other caller about, he's talking about the, the veteran, the military veteran, he's talking about collateral damage. And yes, unfortunately, the only, he's actually right. The only way we're going to actually try to slow this uh, terror is you're going to have collateral damage, just like with 9-11. Uh, the Clintons could have uh, took care of the problem back before uh, in 1996. But the Clintons decided not to take out uh, bin Laden. And then you had 9-11. So collateral damage, you cannot make a move uh, if you're going to worry about collateral damage. They have to make a move or it's going to continue and it's going to get worse. So but that's what everyone's for collateral damage. Unfortunately, we're going to have it. And you have to, you have to have it because you've got to make a move to stop this terror that's destroying the Middle East. It's going to destroy America and it's going to destroy the world because these animals, just like they in Japan, just like in Germany, just like in Ukraine now, and just like now Israel, you're going to have these terror attacks that are keep, going to keep going. You have to act, put okay. a plan together and act. All right, Sean, thank you. Thank you for that call. Folks, I've got to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, Frank Morano is standing by for the top of the hour and more of your telephone calls. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Two stories to update you on. Richard Roundtree. You may not know the name, but I promise you, you know the face. He graced the stage and screen in Hollywood for nearly five decades and was best known for his role as a tough-talking private eye in the 1971 film Shaft. Richard Roundtree has died at the age of 81. And as it relates to migrants, Mayor Adams is stating that more than 100 migrants that were housed in a Manhattan shelter, even though it ultimately was found to be unsafe because the city has few options. But the mayor is stating that New Yorkers could soon see migrants sleeping on the streets. The removal of migrants Monday from the shelter at the old Toro College building on the west side was prompted by an FDNY inspection that found it didn't have a functioning fire safety system in place. But Mayor Adams says get ready for what you are about to see. I cannot say this enough. (laughs) You know, we are out of room. And it's not uh, if people will be sleeping on the streets, it's when. We are at full capacity. And every day, uh, the DM and her team, H&H, chief of staff, every day, they are getting in new people and we have no more space for them. And the, the city has been fortunate in not seeing the visual signs of this crisis, but you're going to start seeing the visual signs of this crisis, like you're seeing in other cities. We are out of room. So, I guess that's the mayor's way of telling us what you're seeing in Portland, Seattle, many cities in California. It's coming to a borough near you in terms of seeing homeless people, in this case, migrants, migrants uh, out uh, 
whatever, doing whatever uh, on the street sleeping. So I'm looking at Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Dominic TV. You can send me a comment, a comment at Dominic TV. I'm about to go back to your telephone calls here with you up until the top of the hour. Folks, let me tell you now, you've got to get to your point because uh, Frank Morano is going to be coming up at 1 a.m. We have a lot of calls. I'm going to try and get to as many as possible. But there's one video online that, that I find disturbing, right? And originally, Charlie Kirk posted this. And it, it's really, I, I guess I'll repost this myself. Uh, and, and, and you see a, a Palestinian girl who's a teenager, and she play acts the murder of two younger girls of a Jewish young girl and an American young girl. And you see her point with a fake gun, which is her finger. She can't decide which one to shoot in the head first. And she's shooting little girls. These little girls are maybe seven, eight years old. And she shoots the, with her, with her finger. She shoots the American girl first. The American girl falls down out of screen then she immediately turns to the Israeli girl and pulls the trigger with her finger. And then the Israeli girl goes down and then she's smiling with pride and, and pulls her sweater closer as she smiles. That's I'm going to repost this right now. Right now, you can see this at my Twitter at Dominic TV. Again, you can uh, you can take a look at it. You can uh, follow me. But let's go. Let's go right back to the uh Telephone calls. Mark in New Jersey. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. You have a great show. Thank you. Please uh, go right ahead. Uh, you see, even animals wouldn't blow themselves up. And they're ready to suicide themselves. Not one, not two. You have hundreds like that. Now, an animal would never do that either. Uh, they don't have the kind. Americans are great people don't understand the mentality of that area. These people are absolutely used to blood. And, and it's, it's, it's just, you know, they're conditioned that way. And that's who you're fighting. That's what you're up against. These, this is a very difficult concept to, to, to get your hands around. Uh, but this is really, this is, look at, look at what they did 9-11. They took a plane. No one ever thought of that concept. They even are innovative in the way they think about that. They'll get on a plane with a plane full of people, human beings sitting right next to them, probably even offering them a soda, a coffee. And there they go, take that whole plane, ram it into a building called the Twin Towers. This is who they are. Okay, I and got. We have I, to get used to that concept. I, I got it. I, I, I got to, it, and I hear you. I got it, Mark. I it's just that I'm short on time, and uh, you made the point. Let's go to another Mark, but this Mark in Kentucky. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind? Hey, buddy, what's going on? I'm good, um, Mark. Please go ahead. I am, sir. Um, repulsive, absolutely repulsive. I I can't say it because of my stroke. Repulsive. Is what they've done to our country. These idiots walking around here saying, "Praise uh, the Ponsilians." Look, if they didn't do what they did, they wouldn't be embarrassed. And I'm sorry I can't talk that well, but I had to get my point across. Okay, well, people, th thank you, Mark. Go, go ahead, go ahead. You had a stroke, but go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. People don't love each other. They just don't love each other. And that's what we got to get down to. Okay. If you don't appreciate it, I appreciate you taking my call. Of course. I'm sorry I called. No, Mark, listen, Mark, Mark, Mark. Uh, let, let me be clear, my friend. I, I, in speeches around the country, one of my main points, and I really, I really believe this, is that we all fall down in life. The question is, do you get back up? And it's not your fault that you had a stroke. And I know you had a stroke before I take your call, but I still take it. So please, please do me a favor. Don't ever apologize to me for, for calling. You make perfect sense. It is what it is, man. It, it is what it is. I could have a stroke tomorrow, right? I, I, I you know? was not. But, but thank but you. I appreciate your show. 
Thank you. My wife and I go to and go to sleep, listen to your show. Well, thank and you. You are the best of the best. Thank the, you. Simply the best. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate your call. Let's go from Kentucky to Eddie in the Bronx. Eddie, we're short on time. Please get directly to the point. Yeah, about the um, the immigrant situation. She just finished saying that the uh, Mayor Adams says that it will come. They want to come to a bar near you, right? Yes. So my message, my message to the mayor and to to the advocates of the opposite to the immigration situation is to give the address to every damn politician that made this city a sanctuary city and let them start there building up their camp. Mm, I like that, Eddie. <laughs> right? I, I like I like that idea. Can you imagine that? This problem would end in a matter of seconds. Eddie, thank you. I wish we had more time, but I'm just short on time. Thank you for the call. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? I agree with the previous caller that the dehumanizing of Jews, propagandistic education of these Hamas terrorists created this savagery. What concerns me is that no matter the obvious reality that is being shown and spoke of about October 7th, there are still people who will believe Israel has fabricated it all. And I I heard uh, somebody on Rita's previous show uh, who basically said that. And he was an intelligent man, a European probably calling from the UK. Right. And but, but, but you it, know what, Norman, but Norman, but Norman we, we can't, well, it's just the way I live my life. I don't pay attention to the nonsense. You have people that like going against the grain. I mean, they, they may believe it, but they go against the grain simply to go against the grain. A number of them call up this program. This is why I take the calls. I don't take them every night, but this is why I take those calls. So, I mean, I hear you, but, you can't argue. I mean, come on. At some point, we have to be real about what's being released and and what's out there in the public domain. And to blame Israel for this, you're just an absolute denial. Norman, thank you for the call. As always, let's bring in Frank Morano, the other side of uh, Midnight. Frank Morano joining me right now. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. So what do you have coming up? All right. Well, uh, we're closing in on Halloween and there's increasing interest in exorcism and the paranormal. So we have an expert on oh, that. Boy. Patrick Meacham is going to join me in the two o'clock hour. And oh then, boy! Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait! What, what's what, wait, wait? Stop! What's your opinion on that? Well, look, I, I think there's something to this. There's been mm. a big uptick in the number of exorcisms, not only in this country but around the world. And uh, I'm going to try and find out why. In the three o'clock oh, wait, hour, wait. what's the, uh, what, the, the what is it? The power of right. The power of Christ compels you. Let's hear. Yeah. Let's hear yeah. your best line. Go uh, ahead. You know, I got to serve my. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> That's the good. power of Christ. And the, oh, and he has a heart attack. Right. You uh, you missed your calling. You, you should have played a priest in Hollywood. You would have been great. And then uh, we're gonna you're gonna meet a man that has spent 27 years of his life in prison. He's out now. He'll tell us what he's doing to help people avoid going to prison and to help people behind bars as well. It's going to be Well, another great show is coming off. Coming up, I'm pissed off at you as, as usual because now I'm not going to get much sleep. I'm going to listen to this segment on The Exorcist and then I'm not going to be able to fall asleep and we have to be back early in the morning for a news conference. I'll see you in a few hours. Back to Blue here on Talk Radio 77 WABC coming up right now after news headlines. Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight.